With the Stanley Cup final over and the regular season now upon us and the NHL draft coming up, where do the Lightning go from here? We'll talk about all that more on today's episode. But first, let's play that music. You're locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'd like to thank you for making this episode your first listen of the day. If you're watching us on YouTube, I'd like to thank you for making this episode your first watch of the day. This this podcast is available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form as well as on YouTube. On this episode, we're talking about where did the Lightning go from here after falling the Stanley Cup final, even though they had a great season. You know, they always want to walk away with some hardware. But where did the Lightning go from here? Back to the drawing board. Time to retool. Time to bring in new players, move guys around, create cap space. Uh, it's going to be a busy offseason. As well as we have the NHL draft coming just right around the corner. So a lot of news coming uh, over the last couple of days, especially with exit interviews. Uh, it was announced earlier today that the Lightning are actively working with Ryan McDonough to try and see if they could figure out a deal because of his no trade clause where can they move his money off the books to another team, uh, create that cap space that the Lightning so desperately need. Uh, and, and right off the bat, I don't agree with this. I, I think that Ryan McDonough is a very important part of this team. He's been a very important part of, of the last two cup runs, as well as this playoff run that the Lightning had. Uh, he he was a huge reason as to why the Lightning were able to dominate the Florida Panthers in that series, and as well as at certain times kept the Lightning in the game against uh, it, well in the games, excuse me, against the Avalanche. Uh, obviously, he's not the, the 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 lifeblood around this defensive core, by no means not. But having him on that second line with Eric Chernak, those two guys who are not afraid to jump in front of pucks. Uh, and, and obviously you you interchange those guys and you move them around depending on what John Cooper wants to do. But having those two guys on the defensive core, especially together, I think adds such a nice compliment towards Victor Hedman and Jan Ruda, as well as Mikhail Sergachev and Zach Bogosian on the bottom, bottom line. But I, I don't think, you know, even though that I feel like Ryan McDonough, yes, has he missed a ton of time? Uh, because of injuries and, and all that. And he's, you know, he's no spring chicken. He's getting up there in age, uh, been around the league uh, quite very, very long. So, you know, but he's 33. He's 33. I think this is, and I, I, I totally understand both sides of it. I understand the Lightning need to move money around. They, they're, they're very, they're getting to a point where they need to make some tough decisions completely understandable move here and and from a gm perspective i completely get it i'd probably do it as well uh for the next it, it actually until 2026 27 lightning are playing uh, are paying ryan mcdonough uh 6.7 and a half uh over the next couple of years aav so you know that is that is something definitely and and other than victor hedman uh from the defensive core ryan mcdonough makes the most money out of any defenseman on this team so Completely understand why you want to shift some money around. Um, he's by the time 
by the time his he becomes a UFA, he's going to be well into his late 30s. So you definitely want to capitalize in, in, on the value that he has now. But having said that, if if you're willing and, and, and well, not really so much willing, but wanting to be successful, continue to be successful uh, while continuing to retool, in a way, and, and, and I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence. You know, Ryan McDonough is very well loved throughout Lightning fans and and, and just Bolts Nation in general, uh, by me included, as you could tell. Um, you know, you also have to, you also got to move guys and make deals that, you know, you don't necessarily want to make. I think moving Ryan McDonough isn't the right move here. I think that the Lightning need to look at this a different way. You already have money coming off the books from Jan Ruda. He's a UFA now, uh, so you have that right there. Uh, he's due to make about, I would say, maybe close to six and a half, probably a little lower on the end. Um, Jan Ruda's 31 years old. In my opinion, I've spoken about it uh, on Twitter quite a bit, how I think the best course of action uh, for the Lightning is to keep the defensive core for the most part. These guys, you know, it, it it's very, very valuable to a team, especially a team like the Lightning, who who need to go into the playoffs and, and, and have that defensive core. Guys who are able to be familiar with each other, who have been playing with each other for a very long time. It, it's very important to have guys who know where the other one's going to be at all times and who are very familiar with each other. So I, I think what the Lightning should do, keep Ryan McDonough, um, I, I would be I would be very shocked, even though there is the conversation being had. I would be very shocked if the move actually does happen. But keep keep Ryan McDonough uh, and, and let Jan Ruda walk. Bring Cal Foot up to the NHL level. I think it's time. You know, you have so much has been spoken about this Lightning prospect pipeline, and yes, it, it, it's not as as lucrative. Uh, excuse me, it's not as rich as maybe other teams have. Uh, you know, obviously that that comes into play with obviously being successful, being in the Stanley Cup final or close to it every single year. So there's that, you know, you're not drafting relatively high or early at all. Uh, last couple of years, the Lightning uh, have created away their first round draft picks and they have a first round draft pick this year, uh, finally. Um, let Cal Foot into the mix, have him play and, and it's easier said than done because obviously you have to find that nice mix. But just going off this list right now, if you have Jan Ruta walk in free agency, that opens up the door. You put Zach Bogosian up on that first line with Victor Hedman. You have Zach Bogosian, that grizzled defender uh, who could play physical uh, alongside Victor Hedman, who could do pretty much a bit of everything. I, I, I think regardless, you know, a lot of people like to bring – into mind, you know, stick side, you know, whether, you know, what kind of shot they are. I don't really look at that as a huge deal. Uh, Zach Bogosian plays on the right side anyway, as opposed to Victor Hedman on the left. So I don't mind it as much anyway. I, those guys have played, <clears throat> those guys have played together before in the past. I believe it was during the first cup run where Bogosian was playing with Hedman. So, you know, they are familiar playing with each other and they have played with each other uh, at certain points throughout the regular season. Uh, and then you slide in Cal Foot with Mikhail Sergachev. I think Mikhail Sergachev is now at a point in his career where he he's going to turn 25 this year. Uh, he's been with this Lightning team for quite some time. He has shown 
through his experience, especially during the playoffs the last couple of years, that he is able to somewhat be the quarterback of that third line or of a line. So it, it's not too far-fetched to say, give Cal Foot that experience because eventually he's going to have to be thrown into the fire. You know, whether it be through an injury or or the Lightning having to play him at some point, whether it be because trading him or whatever the case may be. So I say play the young guys, play Cal Foot, let Jan Ruta walk. And, and I'm not trying to discredit anything Jan Ruta has done over his time with the Lightning. He's played for the most part, very, relatively well. But the way he plays the game, and you couple that in with sometimes with the injuries that he has, it's I don't believe it fits into what the Lightning are trying to accomplish. And I certainly don't believe that it warrants five and a half or more AAV. So we'll talk more about the Lightning, what their needs are going to this regular season, who should leave, who should stay, uh, certain deals. We'll talk about that going forward as well, because, you know, especially going to the draft, Lightning are going to be basing a lot of their draft picks around what they already have. You know, you got to take a look within before you could really search around the league or in the NHL draft for more help down the line. Uh, but first, I want to talk about our sponsor of the day, and that is betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Betonline is a continued source for all the sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And Betonline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Betonline, where the game starts. So, like I said before, the, the, the lightning need to really, and, and I feel like I, I've been seeing some tweets online, and I just want to acknowledge one real quick. Obviously, I, I hope this was a joke because I, I the, the, the level of, I, I don't even know what to call it, I, I guess confusion that I had at least, or maybe that this person has, there was, it was brought to my attention on Twitter that an individual uh, whether they're a Lightning fan or in the know, I, I don't really know. But they suggested that the Lightning should trade Andre Vasilevsky, free up cap space, which I get. I get what the reasoning is. He's making nine and a half. Um, totally understandable. A year through 2027, 28. Having said that, um, well, at the end, of 2027-28. So, you know, he's on the books for nine and a half for quite some time over the next five years, at least, uh, in which he'll be 32, uh, 33. So, yes, I understand. I understand the money part of that. But to sit here and and, and even suggest trading away your your star, star, one of your star players, also the best goaltender on the face of the planet, is ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. Uh, if we were talking about maybe a forward or, or another player, maybe I would entertain the thought, yes, the Lightning do have quite a few players on this roster that are making nine and a half. Some are making eight and a half. Um, those are, you know, the eight and a half, Steven Stamkos, not talking about that. That's totally, uh, he's off limits. He becomes a UFA in 2024-25. But I, I, I think... I, I think it would be absolutely insane. And I don't think any GM 
you know, regardless of who they are, if 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 you had a goal, if you had a goaltender like Andre Vasilevsky on your team, um, I don't see any GM that would even have the stones to make that trade. But other players on this team, I think, are fair game. I'm not talking about the Kucherovs. I'm not talking about the points. Obviously, I, I said Stamkos, not not on the list. But some of the players that I'm looking at right now, and, and this one player, and it seems like last couple of years, especially last season and the season before next, after the first cup, uh, the bubble cup, Alex Kalorin's name has, it seems as though on a yearly basis has come up in trade, uh, speculative trade talk every year. And deservingly so. Uh, he's 32 years old. He's making 4.4 and a half this year and then becomes a UFA in 23-24. So I would imagine Alex Klorin is going to want to try and get more uh, in in the free agent period uh, during the 20, during the 23 uh, free agent free agency market. And I don't think the Lightning are willing to give him more than what he makes right now. Uh, he had a great season heading into the bubble. He had a very productive season last year as well. Uh, this year was a little bit of a step back, and, and and as well as during the playoffs, he was pretty much non-existent on the offensive side of things. Uh, and and you know that was disappointing. And I think ultimately, not not wholeheartedly, but ultimately, was one of the reasons why Lightning fell short. Uh, one of the contributing factors, at least, uh, to the Colorado Avalanche. But I, I think that the Lightning really need to sit down with him, not sit down with Ryan McDonough and, and speak with Kalorn. And, and I know this might be a little bit unpopular, but if the lightning, if Julian Breeze boss is, is, is serious, very, if he's very serious about re-signing Palat, bringing back Paul, this is a deal that I don't think only needs to be think that I think needs to be made. It it needs to be made. It a hundred percent needs to be made in the off season. If you're, because I think there's no doubt, obviously, Andre Palat is a huge part of this team and is a huge part of the identity of this franchise. Having said that, you also look at Nick Paul, what he has brought to the table, what he has shown what he could do in, in only the, the th- two, three months that he was with this team. You have to bring him back. I, I can't see a scenario where Nick Paul doesn't come back to the lightning. I think even if you don't, you can't bring Andre Palat back. If you can't make the money work, which I feel like in a way, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more as we get closer. I I think that the lightning may get lucky because I think this is Tampa is home to Palat. I think that he doesn't want to go anywhere else. And I think he also just doesn't want, he just doesn't want to start over. He, he knows what he has here. And, 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 you know, I think he's willing to give the Lightning somewhat, somewhat of a hometown discount. Um, but having said that, if 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 you can't work out a deal with Palat and you bring back Paul and you still have Kalorn, this goes back to my 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 point before about the defensive side of things. You have the young talent, and, and we're not talking fresh faced prospects coming out of the AHL or jumping from the junior hockey straight from the draft. We're talking about somewhat grizzled veterans to a certain extent, if you really want to call them that coming from the AHL. Uh, One guy that comes to mind that I think would be able to slide in on that wing position. Now, depending on where he plays, I think he'd be better used 
on the third line, and then you could you could probably catapult Ross Colton up to the second or even the first line. Uh, and that is where even the second line, if you have Kalorn, you could bring him up to the first, and then you could put Ross Colton on the second line. But the guy that really comes to mind, and, and I kind of hinted at it during the playoff run, was Alex Baraboulet. I thought Alex Baraboulet hasn't played a ton of, ton of minutes this year, obviously, uh, was put on waivers at one point, sent to the Kraken, was put on waivers there, came back to Tampa. But his performance during the playoffs and then last season, uh, during the shortened season, uh, the 50-somewhat games, I think his performance during that season uh, you know, you could you could make the case. Well, he he didn't exactly. You know, the season was short and the game was played a certain way. I thought he showed enough to 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 prove at least to front office and as well as his teammates that he could play at this level. It's all about consistently getting out there and getting the ice time, uh, which is why it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world uh, and to maybe settle on a trade if you could make the Kalorn trade work and just get his money off the books and if he could get lucky with Palat maybe talk him down uh from you know maybe get him in the in the five five and a half six and a half range I think the lightning will be fine there and 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 of course I'm 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 only talking numbers off off the cuff I'm not really diving into the cap space um but that will free up some space and there's other there's a ton of other moves that could potentially be made so there's that as well. But if you could bring back Paul, you bring back Palat, I think that Bear Boulay in the mix will definitely be something that will really help uh, Tampa down the road. And then there's obvious, there's also talk um, that I've heard from other circles that the Lightning are really, really, not really impressed, but uh, Jack Finley, the draft pick from last year, uh, he has definitely been proving himself that maybe eventually down the road, uh, whether it be this season or the following season, that that is a name that could be thrown into the mix going forward. But yeah, it, as much as you want to bring back all these guys who have really, really contributed to the Lightning's current success and, and past success, uh, tough decisions have to be made. And, and, you know, you can't blame the Lightning. These contracts were, were all signed and, and done during a time where we all thought the money, the cap space was going to be there. Obviously, that didn't happen with things with COVID, but I really think that if there was ever a time that the Lightning needed to or and should invest in what they have waiting up in Syracuse, it'd be right now. So moving forward, I would expect a lot of moves, and, and, we've sp- and you kind of saw this in the works the last couple of years as well with Tyler Johnson, the conversation there. And I think the more likely scenario is that Alex Klorn is going to be moved at some point. I don't know when it could be very well at the draft. I would very much like to see the lightning move Kalorn for some picks. Uh, and that's it. Uh, as to what they might get in return for him in terms of picks, I would probably, if I had to speculate right here on the spot, um, I would say some mid round, maybe four, five, I would be totally fine with that. Uh, We have seen from this team, some of the players that the Lightning have drafted over the last 10 years or so, that there is talent in those mid to late rounds. There is talent. Now, 
a matter of it's more of a matter of finding that talent, obviously, and that's where the scouting comes into play and the development over time. But just if the Lightning don't get back a four or a three, which the chances of them getting a three for Kalorn, unless it's down the road, unless it's like a 2025 or a 24, if you're looking to get an immediate draft pick, if if you're Julian Breeze boss and you're thinking, all right, the talent's good in this draft, this draft class right now, but next year's draft and the draft after, there's a lot more talent to be had then yeah, I wouldn't mind you take a four, a five, even possibly a three, depending on what team, real, if they really want Alex Kalorn that bad. I think that's the sweet spot for them. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too upset if, if you talk a team into giving you a fourth for 2023 and then a fifth or a sixth for 2024, and you just say, here you go. Here's your, 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 your veteran Alex Kalorn. Enjoy. 17 thank you for all your hard work and that's it um and and yeah it sucks to hear that but that that's the nature of the beast that the lightning are dealing with right now but just to just to sum up what i've said already i would think it would be somewhat irresponsible to trade away ryan mcdonough right now at this point in time you have a guy who is a bona fide leader on this team a guy other than victor hedman who when we look at the defensive capabilities as well as the successes on the back end, you can you can't mention Victor Henman and not mention Ryan McDonough in that conversation. And and at thirty three, yes, he is sub he he is very susceptible to injuries, but that that's just the way he plays. You're gonna have to deal with that. You're gonna have to deal with that, just like with any other defenseman or any other player, depending on their style of play. Uh, I would rather take Ryan McDonough. Uh, and 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 keep him on the team and live with what you might get from him as you know he will decline over a certain period of time in the coming years i'd rather take that i'd rather in this situation especially on the defensive core take what stick with what you know especially at that level allow jan ruda to walk like i said have cal foot you know what you're gonna get out of him instead of dealing away ryan mcdonough keeping jan ruda and then kind of sort of almost having this this up in the air conversation in the offseason going into training camp where all right who are we gonna who are we gonna have on the back end with Sergachev uh and and, and Chernak. So I would rather go with those moves. Uh and like we'll maybe maybe uh maybe I'm right. Maybe Julian Brees Boss will make a good move at the deadline. Uh maybe he'll hopefully if he's listening to this JBB uh you know hopefully you take uh what I have into account what I have to say into account. But yeah, I think that these moves, I think that we're at a point in time and I'm not just saying JBB's he's, he's, he's not above this or, or, you know, at certain points, and I'm going to leave you all with this and please comment below. What do you, what is a move that you would like to see the lightning make in the off season? Um, and we'll talk more about that uh, in, in the next couple episodes to follow because there, there are some decisions that need to be made at the draft. Where are the Lightning going to hone in on position-wise? Uh, where, where do you want to see the Lightning uh, improve? Or where do they need to most improve? Uh, I have some thoughts in mind with that. But drop it down in the comments below. Let me know what you think. And make sure to always subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Lightning. Uh, and then follow us on Instagram at LockedOn underscore Lightning. And then give us a follow on the channel. 
uh, Locked on Lightning, of course. And then give me a follow on Twitter at DankyDank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more about off-season moves. Where did the Lightning go from here? Because the conversation is always evolving. Uh, we might get another uh, another surprise headline tomorrow about another player the Lightning are speaking to or a different player uh, the Lightning are speaking to about moving them. So uh, in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.